know run streaks are popular? I think run streaks are stupid because it encourages you to push beyond your limits. Don't get me wrong, it's good to challenge yourself, but it is not good to have external pressure to run beyond what is smart. Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. My name is Kim Peek, and I am an endurance coach and the author of the book, Holistic Endurance Training, the Integrated Approach to Thriving as an Athlete. In the last episode, I challenged you to come up with a goal that you'd like to focus on for the next 30 to 60 days. This could be something like improving your mile time or your 5K time or increasing the distance you're able to run. Or maybe even just focusing on getting a good night's sleep or meditating for five minutes a day or drinking enough water each day, staying hydrated. Whatever it is, I want you to write it down. To me, there is something thrilling about having a goal that I'm working toward. I like pushing myself each day to see if I can be better than I was the day before. I like having boxes to check so that I can see that I accomplished something each day. I like tracking that improvement. If you've read my book, you also know that I'm always saying that you have to listen to your body. Our bodies are trying to get our attention. And if we learn to listen to our bodies, we can adapt our training based on what we learn. So when our efforts to chase goals and beat yesterday, in our efforts to just be a tiny bit better than we were the day before, we also need to pay attention to the signals our body is sending. And that means that on some days, our body will say that we should take an extra rest day. It also means not being tied to the numbers on your watch. In Kansas City, we are in the middle of our first big hot and steamy, humid weather pattern of the year. And that means that when you go out for a run, you're not going to be able to hit the times that you previously hit. Even if your fitness is improving, you're going to feel more tired. You're going to need to take more rest breaks, maybe. You're probably going to need to slow your pace. This is the time of year I like to pay more attention to perceived exertion, which is how you feel, or use heart rate training so that my athletes are not beating themselves up mentally or beating their bodies up trying to hit numbers on a watch that are really not any reflection of what's going on out in the real world, the environment, and in your life. All of this to say that you need to set realistic goals. You can still compete against yourself, but remember that it's important to be kind to your body and honor what you're capable of doing each and every day. You might not be able to run faster tomorrow than you did today. You might not be able to run as fast, as long tomorrow as you did today. But be aware of how you're feeling. There is a difference between slacking and copping out and just blowing off your workout. There's a difference between that and listening to your body. You will learn the difference once you get into this. You'll know when you're not performing up to your standards because you're just not into it or you're not feeling it versus a day when your body is telling you that it's too hot out and you need to slow down. And you know what? 
Some days it's okay to take it easy even on a day when you're not feeling it. That's fine too. Be kind to yourself. Next, I want to walk you through some goal planning steps. Now that we have that speech out of the way. So I want you to take out a notebook or jot some notes in your phone notepad. If you're driving or out on a run, you can come back to this section later. But we're going to cover three things that I think are really important for achieving goals. Because I want you to come up with something that is going to get you excited, make you want to get out the door. A new challenge that will make your life seem exciting while everything that we're doing seems pretty standard and boring right now. Life isn't as exciting maybe as it once was where we've slowed our paces. So I want to help you plan some goals that maybe you can get excited about. In your notebook or journal, I want you to write down your goal. And remember that your goal should be a SMART goal. That means it should be specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. So maybe your goal looks like this. I want to run an informal 5K around my neighborhood on August 1st and improve my current time by five minutes. Now, if you've been somebody who's been a walk runner or been doing interval training, or maybe you've been walking consistently but not running, that's probably an achievable and realistic goal because you've already been running or you've been doing a lot of walking intervals. And maybe you think it's realistic that you can either pick up your pace or eliminate a few of the walking breaks. So I want you just to think about what would be a specific goal and think about, we're talking like four to eight weeks, what would be realistic that you could achieve? Let's say in eight weeks, think about that goal, write it down and make sure it's a SMART goal. Next, I want you to write a few sentences about why this goal is important to you. There's a lot of research that shows that our goal must be meaningful. We need to have a reason why we're trying to achieve a goal in order to remain consistent. So I want you to write a few sentences about why your goal is important to you. How would achieving it make you feel? Is it something that would be fun? Could it be tied to a social cause or a fundraising effort? Could you make it social and involve friends in any way if that is something that's motivating and fun to you? Just jot a few notes down about why your goal is important, and how you could make it meaningful. In the next step, write a few sentences about how your current training is going. Where are you at right now? What are you able to do right now? What's the baseline? Are you training consistently? How many days a week do you walk or run? Is there anything else you need to address when it comes to consistency that would stand in your way of success? If so, I want you to write those things down, and then I want you to make a plan for how you will address those. So I am serious. You're going to write down every single little thing that ever comes out of your mouth as an excuse for why you couldn't get out of bed to run or why you couldn't work out after work or whatever the thing is. Write down every single excuse that comes out of your mouth, understanding that some of those excuses Maybe even most of your excuses are valid life situations. Whatever those situations are, write them down, write the circumstance, and then find a way around that. So maybe you know you need to run first thing in the morning. What are some of the things that pop up that prevent you from getting that run in? And when that happens, what will you tell yourself? Or 
what will you do to address the situation so that you can get your run in or so that you can get your run in later in the day? Make a list of all those things and then come up with your strategy for addressing those situations. If your goal is important enough to you, you will do this. And if your goal is not important to you, that's okay too. Maybe you'll find out the goal isn't important enough and it's not worth jumping through all these hoops. That's fine too. But then be honest with yourself and acknowledge that this just isn't the right season in your life to try to achieve that goal or change the goal and make a goal that is more achievable. Part of working through these obstacles and responses and how you'll react is going to help you identify if your goal is achievable, if you're willing to make the sacrifices right now, if you're able to make the sacrifices right now to make that goal a reality. What we're doing here is you're writing your own guide, your own plan. If you actually take the time to write these things down, when you're not feeling in the mood, you are going to have in your hands a training manual that tells you exactly what to do for every situation that pops up. And it's better than any training plan that I could write for you, anything I could come up with for you, because this is your own reality and you identify these obstacles because you know yourself so well that you already know the types of things that pop up and hold you back. So I would encourage you to spend some time working on creating your list of excuses stumbling blocks, obstacles, all those things that keep you from doing what you want to achieve. When you are setting goals and coming up with a plan to achieve them, consistency is important. Like I said earlier, consistency doesn't mean running when you need a rest day, but it does mean showing up every single day. If your goal is an athletic goal, that means keeping the appointments you set with yourself to get out there and run or to work out or whatever your goal is. That also means training smart so that you're not getting injured because if you're injured, you're not being consistent, right? If you're just starting out with running, you might want to walk or run three days a week with one or two days a week designated as rest days and another two days devoted to strength training or mind-body work like yoga. But I don't want to overwhelm you. That's a lot to think about, right? So it's important to start where you are and focus on one habit at a time before layering on new ones. So when you were thinking about running your fastest 5K, if you're not running six days a week, don't think that you have to run streak this. I know run streaks are popular. I think run streaks are stupid because it encourages you to push beyond your limits and, and don't get me wrong, it's good to challenge yourself, but it is not good to have external pressure to run beyond what is smart. We need rest days. We need time for our body to recover. So don't feel like you have to run streak it and run every single day. Three days a week is perfect. Get your rest days in, have the down days so that your body has time to recover. That is the way you're going to maintain consistency and achieve your goal the fastest. I also want you to think about support. What do you need to do to make sure you're going to run or walk those three days a week? 
It helps to schedule it in your calendar like an appointment. It can help to set alarms or reminders on your phone. It almost always helps to have an accountability partner or a group that you can report back to, like the people in my Strength Challenge group, which if you search Power of Run Strength Challenge on Facebook, you should be able to find it. Join us in that group and lean on the people in the group for accountability and support. Even better news, it's free. So for today, you have three tasks. Number one, set a goal. Number two, think about any obstacles that might get in the way of being consistent and make a plan for how to address them when the situation arises. And third, think about what you need for support. Get working on that list and we will build on this in the next episode. Take care of yourself and let your light shine into the world. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run, and you can find me at www.crushingmygoals.com or on all social media as at sign Power of Run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes and remember to subscribe. As a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. Power up your week, and I will catch you next Tuesday.